welcome everybody to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How is everybody out there in internet land doing? We hope you are doing well on this fine, fine Wednesday Eve as we record. Uh, Hans, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Uh, it's starting to get warmer out. Uh, so, you know, uh, what I've been doing is just with a toddler, not going out. <laughs> so um, in, enjoying the weather. Uh, I have a sick child right now. Aww. So, um, you know, we've been I've, I, it's actually been some good time to catch up on some streaming. I was able to knock out Moon Knight with uh, with this while he was kind of laying down for his nap. So it was good. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's that nice weather, that nice summer weather here. We're in May. Mm-hmm. So it could be it could be 30 tomorrow and 75 the next. Any uh, any recent milestones happen? Uh, I had uh, what one would call a birthday last week. Thank you. Uh, on Friday. So we uh, we went axe throwing, which I've never done before. Uh, Harry was there, which um, uh, I, he, this dude apparently probably goes every week. Like this is he's like like part dude, of a did you see crew. did you see Tim? Tim absolutely killed it. He was better no. than I was. Really? I, yeah. Tim. Tim's. A wow. Star. He'll be upset you said that, Greg. But you guys he, are uh, well. You guys are the Northmen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Luckily, Harry I saw up, the Northeastmen in Viking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he showed up in Viking attire. Good. So, well, but yeah, it was I'm, fun. I'm glad you had fun on your birthday, and again, happy uh, belated. Uh, Harry, you? how you doing? What's going on with you tonight? Um, not much. Uh, just really. <laughs> Uh, um, as, uh, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, I'm a big, uh, Liverpool supporter, uh, for English football and, uh, we're getting to the end of the season. I think they only have four games left. Uh, it's been an amazing season, but a lot of trophies to play for that are coming up. Uh, I know this isn't movie or television or content related, but it's a stressful time for me. Um, but it's a, it's a glorious time. You know, I think, I think we, as a society, don't do well enough in enjoying things in the moment and when like great things are happening and it's just, I'm trying to do that with this, but that also doesn't mean I, uh, I'm not nervous as well as joyous and excited. So um, yeah, that's my life right now. So okay. Thanks for asking. That was no deep. Problem. Yeah. Uh, oh, listen, well, we're going to get deep here. <laughs> uh, for me, I am excited because it is the season of cheesing baby and i'm talking about cheesy movies uh so two of my favorite series in the world have officially returned and restarted and that is uh the new season of mystery science theater 3000 uh which is streaming on their own platform for the first time the gizmo hey, uh so that. yes very excited for that uh new season uh jonah ray is back as well as joel and um uh emily a uh, a new uh host as well and then uh the new season of the last drive-in with joe bob briggs is on shutter which i absolutely adore i started watching uh anthropophagus last night which is a uh <laughs> a uh horror movie uh very gory very slow so far but uh the the scenes where there is gore it is a plenty so um uh yeah i love terrible movies i love listening to riffs and getting behind the scenes info on them and that's what those two uh series are about so shutter beautiful and the gizmoplex check them out if you get a chance uh I I do, s- is oh god god 
No, you go ahead. I, is Giz, the Gizmoplex? Is that does that is that like a subscription? Uh, yes. So it is. It is a, a subscription based thing. I was on the Kickstarter for this, so they lumped it in as a reward. But you could buy a monthly, a yearly. Uh, and they do live events as well as streaming the new episodes. They do classic stuff and they've uh, started doing uh, like um, talks afterwards. Sometimes they'll have actors or they'll talk about the production of the episode. So they're doing all kinds of fun things with it. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Or what were you going to say? I was going to say for the listeners out there, you don't have to watch uh, the other 2,999 Mystery Science Theaters um, <laughs> to get to Mystery Science Theater 3000. So, right. Yeah. For the <laughs> listeners out there, so. Very funny. Very funny. Thanks. Uh, but we are humor. we are not here to talk cheese. We are here to talk Marvel. Uh, that's right. Our second straight superhero episode back to back. I know how much you guys Da-da-da. love that. Um, and we are diving into the mcu with another roundup here uh discussing moon knight and doctor strange multiverse of madness and maybe even a little uh thor love and thunder as well so with all that being said hands why don't you uh take us into our first topic all right so we're gonna jump in first to uh the newest disney plus uh series moon knight um so this is a very weird show that uh, it started off weird. I, and this is, and well, we discussed it before. I have little knowledge on Moon Knight in the comics uh, and, and, you know, exactly who, what his like kind of powers were. And, and is Stephen Grant, like I kept reading Stephen Grant isn't in the comics, isn't it? It's Mark Spector. And then, you know, once we get towards the end, there's another character who's in the comics. It's a very, uh, a very interesting show uh, and, and kind of how it tackles, um, DID, which is Dissociative Identity Disorder, especially in the second half of the um, of the show. Uh, I, overall, I mean, when, when we talked about the first couple episodes, I feel like I'm talking about a whole different show because I think the first, like, I, I feel like the first half and the second half are two completely different Marvel series because I think it's just like once once um, Kanchu turns back the moon or the stars or uh, does something that should probably send the Earth hurtling into the sun. Um, and something weird like that. Um, kind of cool though. It, it, it was visually it, it, I know, cool. I, I'm not going to say it, it was very cool. It was very cool. But a- after that episode, then it's like, it gets very deep on, um, Egyptian mythology, like very, very deep, which isn't a problem. I, I don't, I want to say that was like a negative, but it just, I, I feel like they tried to fit a lot of stuff into six episodes. Um, especially the second half, because I feel like the second half, there wasn't a, really a lot of Moon Knight. It was really just Mark and Steven yelling at each other and ending up in a, a, a asylum-ish mind asylum, or mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, overall, I, I think after I watched the last episode, um, I, I thought it was a little underwhelming of uh, what I wanted from the series. Uh, I, I don't know if, if I'm hitting that Marvel fatigue of of I, I I don't know I I don't I, I don't join know the how team to, like, baby to join that. the team come because on over I, I thought it was I, it's kind of bittersweet because as much as I thought it it was a little underwhelming I think this was the most original of the Disney Plus series like that was like that like you know they were all a little bit different but this yeah. has no tie in to any of the previous like anything mcu this could stand on its own which i love 
But at the same time, it's kind of like knowing it's MCU. I'm like, all right. I, I was a little, I don't know. By the time I was over, I was a little underwhelmed. But, you know, I, a couple of my points. I thought Oscar Isaac was a huge standout in this in this show. He played like three different characters and he played them all really well, even with his bad British accent. <laughs> I don't know if that was intent. Now, I, it was probably was intentional after you get to like the asylum episode. But um, yeah, I, I just, I, that was, he was one of the strengths. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I think they shoved a lot into that second half, but I mean, initial thoughts, I'll, I'll turn it over to you guys. Uh, Greg, what were your initial thoughts when, when you were done? Yeah. So um, I felt like the second half of the season was a little underwhelming and definitely the finale uh, underwhelming. Um you know, that the last episode, there were just some things that didn't make sense to me. Uh, Layla being able to see Khonshu all of a sudden. Um, this was before she got imbued with uh, Towerette or became Towerette's avatar. She was able to see Khonshu, which earlier in the series she wasn't. Not sure why that happened. Uh, and then I think it was the final fight. You see Mark and Steven kind of switching back and forth as they're fighting with Harrow and they're just doing it. And all of a sudden Steven can fight out of nowhere. Doesn't really make sense to me either. Um, so there was, there was just some kind of like loose plot hole type things. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall it just, I don't know. I enjoyed the show. Um, it just didn't grip me. Like I was hoping to be gripped and, uh, Again, you know, I, I really liked the first half because it seemed like there was more uh, mystery and intrigue and uh, and uh, maybe even a little more Moon Knight also. Um, but it just kind of fell apart for me as, as it started getting weirder uh, in the second half. Um, I loved in the finale the giant god fight, and that was mm. pretty much the only thing that I loved. Uh, the fight between... Amit and uh, and Kanshu felt really cool. Um, it was just a straight up battle. You know, it's not in the middle of a city like you would normally see a kaiju fight. It was in the middle of a desert. So there weren't all these buildings flying around. It was basically just near the uh, the Great Pyramids. Um, I don't know. So the Scarlet Scarab thing. Sure. Why not? I'm happy for the diversity, but uh, I have zero yeah. attachment to the character. What is her mission as an avatar? That wasn't explained again. You know, where does she fit in the grand scheme of things? Is she just building up the ranks or cannon fodder for whenever we get to a, a massive war with Kang, kind of like how they had in Endgame versus Thanos? She's just going to be yeah. one of the randos in the background. I mean, I don't I don't know where we go with this. Uh, I don't know. It just so uh I don't know. I'll, I'll go on to some more stuff in a bit, but those are just my initial thoughts. Just enjoyed it but kind of let down at the same time yeah, yeah um i mean I, I would say um i think we're all kind of i wouldn't say super aligned on this but it feels like we're all kind of a little bit let down yeah. um you know i think that early promise you know one of the with when wanda came out and you know that that one was 10 episodes and I wonder if they had 10 episodes of it just to have it carry water for like the Marvel name for a longer period and be in the conversation. But this, this felt to me like I wouldn't have minded a couple more episodes and maybe shorter, shorter run length. You know what I mean? Like I felt like the shortest episode of the series was the finale 
Um, I didn't look back to see if that's accurate, but the finale was like 40 minutes and I'm like, yeah, I felt so like to do. Yeah. it was 43 um, minutes. And I think like, I think everything else I mean, before that was at least like chalked at at like 52, but not, and you don't yeah. include like four or five minutes of credits. So it's, yeah, it's exactly. really like 35 yeah, the minutes. credits are usually, the credits are usually pretty long on these shows, yeah. but you know, overall I felt, you know, I felt like there was a lot of strong performances. I, I really enjoyed uh, May's uh, or Layla, sorry, uh, Layla's uh, character, uh, May Callaway. Well, May is the actress, her character, Layla. Yes, yeah, Layla. Yes, <laughs> yes, Layla, Layla's character. Uh, the character of yeah, Layla, May. May's character. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I, I miswrote it in my notes and now I, I got it backwards <laughs> with the first name. So good job, Hara. Um, Similar to Greg, uh, you know, I felt uh, the big finale fight wasn't as bad as, you know, some of the other Marvel movies. It felt a little grounded, but also had that kind of big supernatural, like, this isn't the entire focus here. Let's, you know, um, and, you know, obviously Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac, when you have them on it, you know, you know, it's going to be at least well acted. And, you know, the moments when they're on screen is going to kick. And so I'm happy that they kind of kept that focus. But it's just, you know, for me, you know, the show ends and it's like, where, where does this fall? You know, what is next for Moon Knight? Do I care about what's next for Moon Knight? How do they put him into the world? Um, things of that nature. So uh, also felt felt down that there wasn't uh, more Moon Knight in regards to uh, the like the actual superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually not one to complain about that, but. Once we got to, you know, as Chris mentioned, the kind of the second half of this series where once, you know, we're questioning, is this real? Is it not? I felt like, you know, there wasn't enough like that seems like an easy opportunity to put more Moon Knight in there. But, um, you know, and the, the only other thing I'll say big picture wise for them is like they're really taking on a heady topic with like mental illness and split personalities. And I felt like they were trying to focus on that while also trying to tell a Marvel story and all the things that come with that and all the beats you have to hit with that. So the only, th- my, my, my complaint is per usual is like, I wish there wasn't probably so many rules that they had to hit with this, you know, Marvel series to make it, you know, whatever, you know, marks they had to put in um, no pun intended there um, to like, get through the show and like, have it be, you know, a part of this universe for it. So yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I just want to go back to like Greg. How, I, I think you said like the, the kind of the end was a little underwhelming with the fight with Harrow. And mm-hmm. I, and there's one there's one scene in that thing that I, it kind of it's funny that it reminded me very like of like of Steven swag when he's in the suit where like he gets hit by Harrow and he like knocks him away, like brushes the suit off and like fixes it. And like, I, I don't know why, but it made me think of um, Henry Cavill and uh in Mission Impossible, when he like loaded his arms, oh, yeah. I was like, I like that that <laughs> swag where like it made him like grow a mustache really quick. If you look at the if you look at the edit, um, but yeah, I, I just I, there's a lot like I I kind of want it from the show, and yeah, I I I don't know whether or not like you know a lot of, what the creative decision and how you're right like what's next for Moon Knight like I don't see this character kind of showing up in any like future project like it doesn't necessarily say like moon knight will be back or anything and it's very like i I don't know i just it is it kind of leaves you to the point where you're just like all right like now like harrow seems to be dead 
like Jake Lockley kills him. And this guy just shows up out of nowhere. And, you know, he's through the, like his character's through the, like, and you're like, okay, now like going forward, like, are we going to get Jake Lockley and Mark and Steve? Are we going to get like, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff that like, if they do a second season, I would love for them to kind of ditch the Egyptian mythology part of it. And maybe dig a little deeper into, you know, Moon Knight's actual character. Like, I didn't need a whole episode for Mark and Steven's backstory. I didn't. I, I that I didn't kind of that waste. Episode. I, I thought it was good, but I think like it would, when you have right. six episodes, you don't need like that's not something like WandaVision show. did something like that too. But I think WandaVision kind of did it right where they went back in time to the point. I think this was like, all right, well, you got to this point and now you spend a whole episode of Mark and Steven in a fake asylum or real. And it's just like, you don't really like, why is like, you could have maybe spent 20 minutes on this and they spent a whole, like probably their longest episode instead of going towards the finale. So Papa, Papa, talk to me a little bit here. Cause I, I mean, I know we're dancing a little bit around like the kind of final 15, final 30. Like when I watched this, you know, and I, I watched it one time and then went back, um, you know, before the pot and watched it again. And I still don't really fully under, is this something very comic book heavy? Like that I'm missing that like, you know, the Jake Lockley, the whole kind of, you know, is, is there something I'm missing here with it? Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, Lockley All is right. in the comics uh, and, you know, it is an identity of his, I guess. But like, there's nothing that was presented in the show where it's like, oh, yeah, that's from the cop. Mm. Like, you know, it's not one of those moments. It's just like okay sure like yeah yeah I, I don't know i don't know how to describe it it was just you know it, the thing there were some confusing things for me uh, again with that episode uh, like so going rewinding a little bit uh just to prior to that scene uh, grab the moon and the stars and the sky and right yeah we're gonna shift the sky back uh so i'm actually i'm confused about that psychiatric ward because when Mark and Steven are there earlier in the series, like this yeah. is just a construction of the afterlife for them. Like this is what they see in the afterlife. And then Towerette takes them through when they're going through the dunes and all that stuff. But when like after the, the bulk of this episode is over the fight with Harrow, they're in the psychiatric ward again, Mark and Steven are there. I'm, I'm confused. Like, is that the afterlife or not? Like, I just, I don't, mm. I don't understand what was going on there. And I've tried to wrap my mind around it. Maybe I need to look into an explanation online. I'm sure maybe smarter people than me can figure it out. But like, I get that when Harrow is in there and he's the one in the wheelchair in the post credit scene, I get that that's the real world. But when Mark and Steven show up there after the main battle after Harrow's been defeated I yeah. I just I don't they're not in the afterlife anymore and it's not the real world so like what I, I don't understand what that is um, and another thing you know going to that post credit scene again uh, even though Mark Spector is like the main identity Khonshu makes a deal with Lockley to I guess you know stay in service uh, for Lockley to stay in service to Khonshu but Lockley isn't even in control most of the time. He only pops up a few times throughout the show, which, you know, we find out that that was him at the very end. But 
I don't, I don't understand like how, what is Conchu getting out of this? He's getting like a part-time soldier instead of somebody full-time with, with Mark Spector. It's just, it didn't. What's again, his payroll ma- like? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like make it make sense. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Like, it, uh, I don't know. It. Uh, I, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I agree because I agree because it just, it, I don't have a problem like I and I and you know we'll probably touch on this a little bit is like what I have a problem with some of these like Marvel like the the like the post credit scenes is like I feel like that like Jake Lockley reveal is for people who are familiar with the comics and not someone who like and it's just like oh like you know there's like you are aware of like who Jake Lockley is but there's a lot of people like the the general public are probably just like oh so it's really just Mark but he has another identity like who is this like and it's just like it just i don't know like i i feel like it just ended like that and like you said like he should he pops up like two or three times in the show but you don't see him well you see oscar isaac but you don't see jake in action and it's just like i don't know like it just well so and that kind of touches on a thing which you know we'll, we'll get into i'm sure later but i think like the recent string of Marvel properties and the the reveals, it's not like seeing Tony Stark at the end of The Incredible Hulk, you know, where it's like, oh, mm. they're going to mix like this is a big deal. Instead, we're getting Star Fox at the end of Eternals. And it's like Star Fox. I mean, he's cool, but he's like a uh, or I'm sorry, not Star Fox. Uh, it, or, yeah, it is Star Fox. No, is, no. Is it Star Fox. I don't I'll look it up. I got uh, it. Yeah, I'm not even. But anyway, Harry Styles. Eros is his name. Eros, the character's yeah, yeah. name. Um, like that character is like a D-lister at best. And it's like, you know, they they do these moments, so you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, but now it's not having that effect because these are like uh, they're just lesser characters to, to be right, uh, to be honest. Um and, it, you know, it goes the same way with something else we'll talk about later. And, and also this with Lockley. It's like, yeah, that's a part of the canon. But is it like is it like the coolest thing we possibly could have seen from the Moon Knight universe? No. Like, give me his main villain, Bushman. Or like, let me find out that there's another god in the works that's like scheming to take down Kanchu or something. But like. Just, you know, revealing that there's a third identity, which they already hinted at throughout the series. Yeah, it's like uh, it was it was a letdown, you know, and it's not something where it's like, ah, that's so cool. It was just like, sure, I guess. Like, I sat through three minutes Whatever. of credits for this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I and I, I would have been like happy, like as much as I said, like, I liked how the whole like pretty much the whole show was like not connected to the MCU. Yeah, I would have loved if they like maybe tied something into the end of the end credits. Like, what if they had? I don't know. I think like what what I I don't know the name of the group that Moon Knight's part of, but it's like isn't like Daredevil and like Blade and what Midnight Suns? Uh, well, Moon Knight isn't actually in the Midnight Suns. Okay, but but they they could feasibly the tie him in Suns. in the MCU version. And if you put like Mahershala Ali, like have him show like fun, like just show up like, or something like just tie it back to the MCU at least a little bit and not yeah. Let's just like oh here's Jake Lockley. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like people are like See, okay. And Eros was X. Star Fox, by the way. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, here's Oscar Isaac again, who the same character, the same guy you've watched six episodes through. And here's the third personality. 
Yes. See, I was actually, I mean, I know we kind of speculated about this when we ran through the first two episodes, but like for me, it w- I was happy that we didn't get that moment of like, aha, here's X from whatever, you know, here's Blade to talk about how he, the future of Moon Knight will be played out. Like, I'm kind of happy we didn't get that. I'm kind of happy we got a little bit of a self-contained story as much as I'm, you know, a little bit confused by it. Um, I just don't know if we had enough time to like do all this. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go on a different uh, idea. And I think like when you see the license plate and it says Spectre mm-hmm. on it, I'm wondering if this is like, I don't want to say an organization, but I wonder if maybe Moon Knight is actually not going to be a good guy. And I wonder if he'll actually lean. Like, I always feel like in the movies, when you see the license plate of the villain, it's always like, you know, Kingpin or something. And I feel like with this, like, I don't know, maybe maybe we're going in a different direction with Moon Knight where he's actually a little diabolical and a little bit uh, a little bit naughty, uh, as they say. Uh, I over, mean, he is like, pond. you know, he is kind of a fringe hero. He's a, a vigilante, a street level one most of the yeah. time, you know, not far off from Punisher Daredevil, where he's got a hard edge to him. So I guess they could feasibly do that, but that wouldn't really align that. It wouldn't align with uh, like Conchu's mission, I guess. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Conchu seems a little sus to me. He seems like he's <laughs> got his own ideas. Nobody See, trusts him as far as the gods are concerned. Mm. Um, yeah, but go ahead, Ans. I, I don't know if I was supposed to like Conchu or not. Like, I really don't like. I, I feel like mm. I at first, like, yeah, he's supposed to. He like enslaves Mark and or well, I'm not gonna say it's Steven because they're the same person. But it's just like he enslaves him, and it's just like. At one point, you're like you kind of feel bad for him, and you're like, all right, you like kind of feel sympathetic towards Kanchu, and then it's just like, all right, well now he's just trying to take over Layla's body, like he's just trying to scheme her into her being his yeah. avatar, and and it's just like by the end of the show, like when he's in the car in that white suit and he's all suited up and everything, and I'm just like, and he like. I understand, like, yeah, he killed a Harrow, who's a bad big guy. villain energy, big villain but, energy. But it was just like. Yeah, it's like it's kind of reminding me of like in the movie where like, you know, you have like your your second in command like through the whole movie. And then like at the end, the number one comes through, shoots or kills that guy and then credits roll. That's mm. what it reminded me of where I'm like, now it's like, Conchu, like, am I going to root for Jake? Am I going to root for for Conchu? Like, I, I just I, I, it felt like the writing was real sloppy because it's just like, I don't know who I should really be rooting for here. Like, are all gods bad? And the hippo towerette comes up and I'm like, oh, she's nice. Like, she seems cool. She's trying to help. And she is. But then it's just like everyone else just seems like they're all just a bunch of like just bad. I'm like, I, who who am I like watching the show and being like, all right, I, I need this person to win. Like, I understand. Yeah, Mark. But it's just like everyone else in the show you cannot trust. I don't know. I hope I'm never if I see Contra, I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm Okay. Like now, I'm not, Hello, I'm not Chris. Would you like yeah. to? Would you like to yeah. serve for me? No, get out of here. I got. No, I get out of here. I got stuff to do. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I guess you know we can kind of wrap this up. Uh, does for me with Moon Knight? I think you know, like I said before, I enjoyed it or parts of it, I guess, but it was definitely confusing, and it was my least favorite of the Disney Plus series so far. I don't know. 
What do you I would think? I would rank mine above Haw- I would rank Moonlight for me above Hawkeye, but mm, not above everything else. I, and I didn't hate Hawkeye. It just, I don't hate yeah. any of these like shows, but it just well, like I, mean, I think the like the one I was least interested in was Hawkeye. Like it just I don't know. Hmm. It got weird I mean, what towards we, the end. What do we got? Like five shows. So you're saying it's number five out of five? Like it's five I mean, out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. It reminded me like that asylum episode and and like even like some of the last episode reminded me of if you watched the show Legion that was on FX years back, a very very trippy show. Um, it was it was mm. more tied into yeah, the remember that the um, X Men universe like the Fox X Men universe, but it's it's really like a, a mind trip. Um, and that's what kind of what the asylum episode reminded me of. But uh, yeah, I, I hope there's a season two. Or I hope we see Moon Knight again. Uh, I don't know if we, I, I, he's, I don't know. I'll kind of bring this up and I didn't put it in my notes. Like when we talked about Dr. Strange of just like the overall phase four of Marvel, cause it's just like, I don't even know what's going on and where Moon Knight yeah. really fits into this. So I'm hoping that we see Oscar Isaac again. He seemed like he had fun doing it, but I don't know. I don't know where the story is going to go. Mm-hmm. Harry. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if we really get more Moon Knight, um, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Sorry, sorry to the, the Moon Knight heads out there, Tim. I'm looking at you. Uh, I mean, listen, if they put him in, like, you know, kind of like Greg was saying, like, if, if he's going to be, you know, whatever type of character in the future, like uh, a, ma- a main player, you know, a side player, is the same, is the same character, like, is Oscar Isaac going to play more Moon Knight? Is he, like, could Kanchu just take another actor and like, or, you know, another person and, and run with that. So, and just, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I just felt like the puzzle pieces for the show were starting to put together and then it kind of became another show, you know, and jumped off. And like, it made me kind of question like what was real, like, and obviously, you know, you could say, well, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's real in the show that like probably happened in the, in the universe that they're in. But like, I know the, the when we get to the whole asylum stuff, I started to question like, and as Greg mentioned, like when we go back there, it's like, wait, so what is what are the stakes here? And I'm, I wasn't really sure of it. Um, also, I mean, all those gods got together and just like totally did believe Conchu and just were like, yeah, the guy who puts like glass in his slippers. Like, let's trust that guy. He, he seems like he's got his head <laughs> I forgot on all about that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like the first scene. And it's like, I know. Okay. Um, and I was I I like, that say, was like, I felt like I watched that like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. I will say I really enjoyed, uh, Amit's, uh, character design, um, or the way that looked, I thought it looked really cool and intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty cool, but, um, yeah, I guess we'll see the, you know, I mean, once we, when, when we get to the end here, we'll, we'll kind of talk uh, big picture, but yeah, I'm, uh, you know, let's get more, let's get more, um, Yeah, I don't know where I was. Yeah, yeah lost it. Um, lost it. La- and one other note, like more Layla, like, more Layla, more Layla. I almost said May. Yeah, I, and I knew May was May. wrong. So more, <laughs> um, more Layla. She was, she was great. High point for me. Also, like a shout out to um, Ethan Hawke. Like he seems like you know he he was phenomenal in this role. I thought he was really good. And um, F. Mary Abraham. Who um, love the voice? You know, yeah, I I I don't know him from. I know him from. You know, he's been around for forever. He was in uh, Mythic Quest the first two seasons. He won't be in the third, but um, which is sad. But um, it, it was on like Twitter. Relax. Um, but yeah, I thought he 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 was great for the voice for Conchu. Um, you know, I, I if if they do another season, I'd like them him to come back. I don't think Ethan Hawke's coming back. 
Yeah, <laughs> doesn't look likely. Doesn't look uh, like he's done. I think. <laughs> All right, bullets well, to the head will do oh, it to you. So yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe he Mark, missed. Mark, maybe he missed, and now they're shaking I, hands. I feel like Mark died like eight times, so it doesn't matter. Yes. And oh, you know what? Well, before we move on from Moon Knight, I just want to add to like, because I don't think I touched on it, but I I definitely agree. Like the performances, uh, especially from Oscar Isaac and uh, and um, Ethan Hawke were really good. Uh, Ethan Hawke in particular. Oscar Isaac, yes, the Stephen Grant um, thing uh, accent was corny and maybe that was intentional as, as Hans mentioned, but darn it if he didn't make me uh, like, I guess, uh, care for Stephen Grant because when Stephen, you know, passed away in the afterlife or whatever you want to call it, he got stuck in the dunes. I was like, oh man, I can't believe I'm like kind of mourning this character a little now yeah. granted he comes back the next episode or yeah, whatever it just doesn't matter yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Just just kidding. yes but yeah. uh yeah he definitely put some depth into it so uh anyway that was our moon night review um take it for what you will check it out or or don't yeah. who knows listen i mean if, if you're in <laughs> on this universe like you, you're gonna watch it i mean it's at some point whether you skip it or you've, you've been on the fence about it i mean listen we're, we're, I think, a little tougher, but, uh, you know, I could see people who were like, that was kind of fun. Yeah. But I don't know. Moving on uh, to something I am very passionate about and absolutely loved, uh, the newest mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe feature film, which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, absolutely, absolutely love this movie. Um, it had all kinds of vibes going all kinds of great stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't really, I guess, you know, just kind of starting off big picture stuff. I think, uh, you know, Sam Raimi, um, uh, yeah, well made his debut in the MCU, but returning to the superhero genre, uh, you know, previously directed, uh, the three Spider-Man original Spider-Man movies for Sony. And then, uh, now coming back for Dr. Strange. And I read a quote from him recently in the, uh, in an interview he did about uh, Dr. Strange, where he said, you know, he, he loved the experience because the character came to him already fully formed from having, you know, all these previous uh, appearances in, in movies and his own first feature film. So he got to play around with things a little more without having to dive into an origin or anything like that. Um, speaking of which I, I absolutely loved uh, America Chavez, uh, Sochio Gomez, which I looked up. That's the way to pronounce her name. Uh, nice. She was excellent in her role in my eyes. I thought uh, we got just enough backstory for the character. Um, she she really kind of uh, portrayed the character uh, appropriately tough when she needed to be, but other times kind of lost up in this, like swept up in this grand adventure and not really knowing uh you know who to trust like she she was able to convey all that and uh i really uh enjoyed both the actress and the character um surprised that scarlet witch ending up being the true villain uh i i enjoyed it it was just kind of a left turn which you know shouldn't be surprising because marvel tends to keep their stuff pretty close to the vest uh but they hadn't really hinted at who a villain would be nor did they um indicate there was any casting for a big name villain so 
you know, I guess it, it makes more sense when you look back at things like, oh, the signs were there. But uh, I thought it, you know, it was a great character arc for her across all of the series and movies. I think um, it was a natural extension of where she had previously been. And, uh, you know, she kind of kind of turns it around in the end. Who knows if it's the uh, the end of her character. But um, mm. I, I thought her being the villain and, you know, pitting her power up against Strange's and the, the rest of the sorcerers at Kamartage. Very cool. Uh, great visual effects, especially as they're hopping through the multiverses. Absolutely love that. Some of the um, the set pieces, uh, particularly the Incursion Strange's world, uh, was really cool. Um, loved the 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 horror makeup. Very Evil Dead to Army of Darkness esque, uh, which no surprise considering those are you know Raimi's movies. And speaking of, love the horror vibes from Raimi. Uh, Wanda hunting down the gang, spooky vibes at the Incursion Strange's Sanctorum, Zombie Defender Strange, lots of death. Like, there, it was definitely a darker tone than most of the MCU movies. And I really appreciated that. Uh, I'll get into some more stuff in a minute, but, uh, you know, just general thoughts or, or things that you guys uh, liked or disliked about the movie. Uh, Hans, how about you? So I agree with uh, America Chavez. Uh, I I thought, um, you know, I, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce the name as, as well as you. So <laughs> I will just uh, continue to call her America Chavez. Um, I thought she was a real good standout to like, she was really the own, only real addition to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone else was kind of already pre-existing, and, and, you know, we've seen, we've seen Wong before, like all the supporting cast we've seen before, like Wong and Rachel McAdams. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, and she kind of uh, like annoyed me at first, but you know, she's a, a teenager and, and that's kind of her, like, I think she's supposed to be like a, like kind of like the, not an annoying sidekick, but like always kind of not doing what she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she grew on me pretty quick. Like I, I thought that once I thought her powers were cool. I, and this is another character like Moon Knight. I don't have a ton of knowledge of her powers in the, like from the comics, I looked up some of them beforehand. Like she can basically go in between in between the multiverse and like different realities. Um, So I think that was cool. This is the kind of like movie that like, you know, I I think it fits perfectly to have a multiverse movie, especially coming off of no way home. Um, Going off of the special effects, they are, they were probably some of the best I've seen in the MCU, but coming off of the first doctor strange, like we didn't really necessarily like that movie was visually like insane. Like it was Mm. basically like, it took inception up to like another level. Um, so we saw a lot of shots from the trailer. Huh? It's, it, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't slight Nolan on this one. No, um, Nolan slander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not sorry. on my watch. Not on my <laughs> watch. <laughs> so I, but I think like visually, like it, it really, like even from like the trailers that they, that they um, revealed, it, it didn't really like, it, you kind of were like, Oh my God, like this is, this is actually looks incredible. Um, the villain, I thought for the longest time, they never actually, and I, and I thought they did, they never actually said who the villain was going to be. And you're right, like with it being Wanda through the whole movie, there were rumors it was going to be Nightmare mm-hmm. uh, and, and even the trailers alluded to that. 
uh, I, some people said it was going to be like Agatha from WandaVision was going to be the villain or or Shumagorath or whatever. Or, ended up being or half of the movie, movie was going to be like Wanda was good and then she would end up becoming a villain. Mm-hmm. No, like after she, he went to go visit her, you're like straight up. She's like, nah, get out of my way. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not messing around um, there. This is this is a scary movie like this. This does have Raimi all over it. when she pops out of the gong. And it was like that scene, like the behind America. And she basically, it looked like that scene from it when he pops out of the projector in the fur in the new one. And it just like was horrifying. Um, I, I think the story, you know, I, I think there's a few things in here where I, I watch him. Like, I feel like even though I saw it two days ago, some of it was like very forgettable. I don't think it was a bad movie. I enjoyed watching it, but I, but you know, my, my overall reaction was kind of just like, wow, like, that was a really cool movie, but I don't know. I, I kind of left feeling a little bit like I, I kind of maybe was expecting more, but I was happy with what I got. Like I, 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 I and I was talking to Tim um, earlier, our buddy Tim, and I said, like, I really liked it a lot, but I didn't love it. So I would probably put in like the low teens in terms of ranking, like if, if in, in like MCU. Um, I would love to watch it again. So whenever it ends up on like Disney plus, I'll watch it. But uh, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Um, I, I think maybe some of the points in the movie, like as we'll talk about in a little bit, kind of like where I wasn't really too happy with it. But um, I mean, my initial reaction, I mean, visually it was great. This has Raimi all over it. I even saw it. It's funny that they, um, you know, Netflix, they'll have a preview for movies and like on the, like before you click on it and they had quick in the dead i was watching the other day and like the quick like some of the quick cuts like with like zooms up to the face i'm like yeah i'm like this is definitely like i i saw this in dr strange this is legit like his style mm-hmm. um but it was great i there were there were a lot of parts in this movie where i feel like they could have like edged to an r rating and i you know the internet probably in two years we're gonna get a release to r rated cut and oh, can't wait Oh god, dude! You, I. <laughs> this is this is gonna be like on a recording. I bet I hate you it here. There's going here. to be a release to R-rated cut, and it's just gonna be like people, like fans that want to get an R-rated Raimi superhero movie. I don't think that'll ever happen with MCU and Disney. Like no, I he's just. Yeah. I, I'm saying, man. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but I'm saying there's gonna be people freaking out that are. It's gonna say release the R-rated cut or something. Come on, or release stand your ground cut. hands. Is it gonna happen or not? <laughs> Yes or no? I <laughs> know uh, it's going to happen, but it's it's All going right, to happen on go. like the backlash is going to happen. But Give Disney's not going to actually do it. I'm saying there's going to be backlash to, and asking for that. Not necessarily dark, Disney's going to give hands, hands. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't really care. I like it's out there like, on the interwebs, on the tweets, on the in our rated movies. Not going to change my opinion to this. I'm not going to watch and be like, hmm, it was actually pretty good. Now that now that like they they were allowed to say f bombs and and you can see Captain uh, Carter get chopped in half. So mm-hmm. I didn't just as an additional thing to that I I didn't click the article but I did see a headline earlier today saying that additional scenes were cut of like there were more deaths at Wanda's hands in the movie and they they cut some of that down to to they I guess uh, release that article that that's yeah. the, that's the poison yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that's going to seep in. Yep. 
uh hair what about you what are your uh initial thoughts on multiverse of manis yeah i mean as obviously captain you know mr marvel over <laughs> here um love it uh no so like i i actually saw this twice that's all with both of you guys so that was mm-hmm. a nice little treat for me i really enjoyed that um you know since we're already touching on it the dark and scary or like the horror vibes like i felt the second time they didn't i don't want to say they didn't hit as hard but i i wasn't taken aback as i guess as much as i was in the theater like when i came out and greg you you mentioned a little bit like i remember seeing an article where they were like this marvel movie like how did it you know get like the pg-13 rating or like as much darker and i was like i didn't actually feel that i mean listen as if i'm an eight-year-old kid maybe i'm watching this and i'm terrified after my parents forced all the marvel movies upon me um but like, I feel like that's part of the vibe of this. I think you're supposed to be scared of the Scarlet Witch. I think you're supposed to see the power of and the darkness of Doctor Strange and um, the Scarlet Witch and, and Wanda and be like, yeah, this is some dark, like they can get into some dark, scary stuff and be, you know, super powerful beings that are pretty much unstoppable. And I think that kind of paints that picture and, and does it well. And I think casting you know, Sam Raimi is the director. I think it was a brilliant idea. Um, really, really dug the vibes that he was putting out, as Greg mentioned earlier, with like the darkness, the the cam, different camera angles, the, you know, cuts to the face, you know, the, the way just he plays with silence and, you know, and things that just like kind of jump out at you. There, were, there was definitely multiple times where I, you know, almost had like a couple jump scares in the theater or did. Um with it um going back to a little bit about america chavez i think the actress uh as greg mentioned was, was really good i just felt like it was very one beat um now listen you you have a movie with dr strange with wanda um you know with all the other cast of characters that show up um you know trying to you know multiple strangers trying to bring in christine and, and men that you know talk about that relationship i get it i just felt like i didn't get any range on like her character and you know who she is as a person um so i felt but i but again i think it was a good introduction to say hey america chavez like there's different routes we can go we can kind of figure out how she got here you know i could definitely see a six episode you know verse jumping show of her um with some cameos popped along in there or maybe there's a movie that she's involved in that you know explains some things uh for her story or her backstory so um, no, I, I agree with you guys on on that. I felt uh, she did well, and uh, that the character's story was well told. I just felt like the range of the character was was very one note. But I don't think you're going to get that in a Doctor Strange versus Wanda movie. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't really uh, my other initial thoughts on this movie. I wasn't really in on it in the first, you know, on first watch as as much as I was on the second. But especially, I would say the first pretty much until the 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 camertage fight um and when wanda kind of sneaks her way in there and shows her true powers against all these other um i'm gonna call them wizards for lack of a better word uh you know on there sorcerers so like what yes yeah, the wizards. wizards wizards wear long um, robes <laughs> yeah but like they have some long robes they got and they arrive precisely when they mean to yeah exactly <laughs> nice good reference um so I would say like right up until the point where they start the verse jumping, I was kind of out on the movie and uh, on second watch too, I kind of felt that like, it's a little disjointed. It's a little, um, the demon fight, like didn't really, 
I didn't really care for it. Um, that just felt like big monster, you know, energy there. Uh, we have to have that in there. Oh, BME. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, those were my initial thoughts uh, in regards to uh, to multiverse of madness. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that about the uh, the monster fight because I think you know we were talking about it last week, uh, Friday I believe, and um, I had mentioned the same thing. Like initially, I was like, okay, you know, this is kind of standard fare um, when when he's fighting the uh, I'm just going to call him Shuma Gorath because that's that's the original character, but they didn't get the rights to that name because that's a Conan thing, so they changed the name mm. of the character. Anyway. Um, during that whole thing, it was like, yeah, this is just, you know, your typical superhero movie. Nothing like there, there wasn't anything that really stood out uh, enjoyable, but, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing great. But then, yes, when they start doing the multiverse hopping and everything, that's when it just completely flipped on its head for me. And uh, and I fell in love with it. Um, speaking of the multiverse, we get introduced to the Illuminati uh, a version of them in the, uh, dun, the dun, multiverse. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And uh, there's three in, uh, three characters specifically with the Illuminati that I wanted to touch on. The first is uh, Reed Richards, uh, played by John Krasinski. Um, when I saw this, or when, when he popped up on screen, I audibly said, whoa, like I could not <laughs> believe it. I was so happy and excited. Uh, hands, I was telling Harry, you know, I, I don't know how much you follow the, the recent stuff, but like ever since there were casting rumors, uh, you know, starting a couple years ago about uh, Krasinski being Reed Richards, uh, they've actually started drawing the character in the comics like John Krasinski. Like that's the way Reed looks in the comics now, yeah. uh, beard and everything. And um when when they actually brought him in for this, I could not believe it. I was so excited because I didn't think that they would they would do it in this, especially since it's you know technically a variant of the the character. It's not the six one six version of Reed Richards, but um, very excited to see him. And I'm hoping that uh, this translates into him being cast in the actual FF movie. Um, the other two that I wanted to touch based on were Anson Mount as Black Bolt, which I didn't even realize that it was Anson Mount because I didn't watch the uh, stupid Inhuman show. It just looked it, like a he, pile of garbage. Yes, go he, ahead. <laughs> I, I like I just I, and I'll talk about like the Reed Richards when you're done. Just I mm -hmm. want to keep this in my head real quick. Yeah, yeah. He I don't know if he let himself go or like I watched the first like maybe three episodes of Inhumans. Mm -hmm. It's uh, and that's probably three hours of my life. I'm I'm never ever gonna get back because it's it was not good. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't re like I feel like he looks so different in this movie where like I just feel like he just let himself go. Like where I feel like he was taller and like more in shape and whatever but like mm. now he just seemed like a little round ball like he shrunk <laughs> and like just i don't know it just seemed weird I, well, I was like i i had to look at him like yeah it's the same guy like yeah i mean maybe he got that call last minute and what and right. they were like you know hey you want to pop in and and because i didn't i didn't realize it was the same guy just because i hadn't watched the show and then i looked it up and i was like huh how about that but i love the way he looked in this i i felt yeah. like a regal presence from him which is, you know, Black Bolt is the king yeah. of the Inhumans. Love the way that they showed his power. Uh, not sure if that was reflective of the same way the show was, but I thought it was awesome. 
so if we get an MCU proper version of the Inhumans with like with this guy uh, coming back to play uh, Black Agar Bolt again as uh, Doctor Strange uh, made fun yeah. of his name, um, I would love that. I think he was really cool uh, seeing seeing Black Bolt on screen. Uh, and then the last one, and uh, you know, I'll turn it over to you guys because the Illuminati is a, a big thing to talk about. Um, Patrick Stewart as Professor X. So while it was cool to see Patrick Stewart as Professor X, he will always be the quintessential Professor X for me because, you know, even in the 90s, people were fan casting him in, in theoretical X-Men movies if they ever got made. Uh, and it was cool to see, you know, the 90s version of Professor X with the yellow hover chair and everything. I got to say, I mean, look, he's getting old, man. I, like he mm. he just I, not that he looked rough, but you can tell this is an elderly gentleman. And it's like, you know, I don't I want to see the character when you present them. I want to see them in their prime, you know, like I don't want to see a severely aged version and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was happy to have him and everything and, you know, it was cool to see him again. Uh, but I just uh, I don't know. Part of me felt bad. It's like, man, he just like I couldn't ignore the fact that how aged he looked. And that's, you know, that's human nature. That's no fault of his own. I'm not mocking him for it or anything. It's just I I, I don't want to see that version of Professor X. Just give me someone a little younger maybe in the 60s range instead of the mid to late 80s um so i don't know uh those are my initial thoughts on the illuminati uh hair what about you yeah so obviously um when they said the illuminati i assume that it's you know as dr strange hints at like are you shield are you hydra like illuma what you know, <laughs> yeah, the Illuminati. Uh, Which, by the way, blew my mind that he wouldn't know the term Illuminati. Being listen, a genius, he's a wizard, <laughs> and hundred yeah. percent agree with you. Hundred percent agree with you. I don't know if he's playing dumb there, trying yeah, to, you yeah. know, whatever. But um, so obviously, I, I knew they would be, you know, as the non-comic book guy, like kind of a council of some sort. And you know, there was the the main trailer. You know, luckily I was able to avoid TV spots and and late, you know, uh, ads for this but like obviously we knew there was a council of some type you know and who would be involved you know there was a lot of hints and talks and it just goes to show i think with the john krasinski thing like hey even though when we're calling something like i know there's been a lot about tom cruise as tony stark in another multiverse like i would probably put pen to paper that that'll happen at some point or you know somebody else will play a tony stark uh you know especially with how much we're investing in this multiversal you know, universe. Um, oh, Feige is so, well aware of all this stuff when it gets mentioned by the fans. Like yeah, they're they're and, absolutely keyed into that. Listen, and and like that moment there is is for you know us, you know, who went to go see it on Thursday, or even when I saw it with Crystal Monday, where it's like you, that pop in the theater. Like yeah. those moments are meant for theatrical experience with other people. And you know, I won't forget when my wife turned to me and she said, "Who's the guy in the yellow car?" And I said. <laughs> That's Professor. I said, that's Professor X. And she said, who? And I said, he's from the X-Men. And she said, 
I thought that was the guy from Split was Professor X. And then it just, I started to try. And then, like, obviously the movie's going. And I was like, I'm just, she just held her hands up. She said, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> so um, it didn't hit for, for the casuals, uh, if, if that's one, <laughs> one casual thought uh, there. But listen, I mean, it, it's good to see Patrick Stewart, I guess, come back and, you know, be able to reprise his role as one final time. Mm-hmm. I mean, never say never in, in, I guess, multiversal world that we're in now, but it was nice for him to come back again and say goodbye, uh, maybe in a way. Um, you know, the John Krasinski as a Reed Richards is is really cool. I hope we get a Fantastic Four movie done proper. Um, although, I mean, back in the day, I think people, I mean, comic book fans didn't like him, but I mean, I think they had their moments as far as like okayness. Um, but maybe that's a hot take. Um and then, yeah, uh, Inhumans guy didn't know who he was, didn't care, figured he had some superpower. And, like, I get it. He talks and, like, kills people. Awesome. Um, enjoyed the other the other Thanos kind of thought and jumping back into that when they pulled Doctor Strange in saying he was, you know, um, Captain Carter, you know, obviously from What If as well. Uh, enjoyed that. But, Which, yeah, by Illuminati, the way. I, I did not enjoy that what if episode, but I really liked her character here. Maybe I just needed to see mm. her like live action in action. I, yeah. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. What if episode, if I'm mm. being honest, like I, I didn't, I thought it had a little bit of heart, um, mm. especially like, you know, with, with their two uh, personas um, being, you know, you don't really get to see Captain Carter and Captain America, you know, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, be together. And so like, there was that kind of, Nice, nice to get them back together, especially with the way, you know, Endgame ends. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Endgame, but I don't know what you're doing here if you haven't seen it. <laughs> right. um, so, so yeah, so the Illuminati, pretty, pretty cool. I, I'm always a big fan of uh, bringing like, as much as I hate these type of like things where it's like, oh, here's Reed Richards, Fantastic Four, you know, could be on the, on the realm of possibility. I really enjoy when they actually like, get to like bring a bunch of them together and then they actually go and do something and like have a moment in this. And that, that was, uh, that was really cool. And it was cool to see again, Wanda use her powers to stand out in the fight against them and just totally go, go all uh, invincible um, from uh, the Amazon prime show um, on them, which uh, was pretty cool. So, and what, I mean, listen, you were, uh, I remember when we talked WandaVision, you were huge on, uh, hoping Reed Reed Richards would show up. You were confident, but here we are not too long later and he's here. All right. So I will say that I was one of the unfortunate souls that had this spoiled. Uh, so my oh, first re- no. I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I, at first I was like, Oh, like, you know, damn, but I, I'm not, you know, it, this, this is how people are today. Um, so, I'm not I would have lost my that. crap, dude. <laughs> um, now I will say, like half. First of all, like half of them were already, like at least the the only two with the Illuminati that I didn't know were already in it pre- previously being spoiled were Black Bolt and and uh, Reed Richards because mm-hmm. everyone else is either shown in the trailer. I I knew Captain Carter was in it. I didn't mm-hmm. know she was part of Illuminati, right. but it's just like you know that she's in it, right? Um, and my and. Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, everyone else is, uh, you know, uh, the other two. Um, I will say, like, 
<laughs> when I first, when I did see it on the big screen, like, I feel like it, it was, it was, I kind of think the, the anger of me being spoiled, like just actually seeing it live and in a theater was like, kind of brought it back around. Like, all right, like, this is actually like, it's really cool. cool. Like my first reaction was that, uh, you know, when, when they have the, the footage of them killing Osama bin Laden, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we got them because the internet won. The internet won and got and got John Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards. Uh, no, I thought that was actually really amazing that they that they pulled that off. Um, only because you know it's been like you said, there's been fan rumors for or just fan like wishes to get him cast as Fantastic Four. Um, did I think they would ever actually do it? Y- yes, I think like maybe they would have pulled it off like in a movie, but I think like bringing him into like a, like another like this such big of a character into like as a cameo in a Dr. Strange movie. I thought that was pretty genius because I didn't, I didn't know about it until the day before, before you guys actually saw, um, before you guys actually saw the movie. Um, I knew about it on Wednesday, but um, I still think it's like, it's just really cool that they brought him in and he fits that role. Like he really, I think he'll do a great job. And I think, uh, one of my notes I put is with John Watts stepping down as director as Fantastic Four. I think it's going to be Krasinski. He's going to direct it and star in it. Um, he's getting off of um, whatever that show on Amazon he did was the um, Jack Ryan show. Is it mm-hmm. called Jack? Is it the Jack Ryan show or something? I make that uh, up. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. All you're, right. You're, he's right. done with the Jack Ryan show. I mean, I think he's probably doing like another Quiet Place, but I think he's going to end up doing Fantastic Four, like starring and directing in it. Um, and I think that's what this was kind of. For I think now they're not going to go backwards and recast it as someone else. I, th- I think he's going to be Reed Richards in the future. Um, it was cool. Like I said, it was cool to see Black Bolt. That uh, you know, I, I mean, he seems like a cool character. I only know him from three episodes of a terrible TV show. So yeah. Um, and Professor X. Uh, what I liked most about Professor X is the fact that he is the he's not the Fox Professor X. He's the animated version Professor X from the animated TV series, which is cool. Um. I agree. He, I, he did not look good. Um, he looked, I, I felt like that chair was holding him up a lot more than like, he just seemed like he was using it for like a lot of support. Cause he just seemed like he was like hunching a little bit and just like, it's just, he looked like he didn't, See, he looked, he looked like he didn't want to do it. He looked bored. Which, uh, which funny I, is like, I, I the, disagree with that. The second time I watched it was you hands. I didn't get that feeling. Like I felt the first time watching, I was like, Ooh, Patrick looking a little bit aged but obviously he is older so like you know credit well is yeah like, i mean the first time we saw was 20 this, 20 years ago like yeah but the the second time i i watched it with you i was just like Meh. seems like you know uh an old soul like I, I i didn't get that you know i don't know um i didn't get that feel but maybe when you guys watch it a second time you'll you'll like yeah it. i i like i said yeah i only Maybe if I, I, I mean, I'll watch the bootleg copies on, on YouTube and, and see again. <laughs> yeah, that but, quality will be good. That'll, that'll yeah. really show, uh, show the, the age um, there. Yeah, I, I just, I was really underwhelmed with the Illuminati scene. Uh, I, I think that, mm-hmm. that that scene was there for, future, for, fan, for fan service. That, that's why that was there. There was no other reason for the Illuminati scene to be in that movie just to show off and be like, Hey, we got John Krasinski and we got Patrick Stewart back. Like, I think it's Disney like flashing, like flashing around, like, look who we got the rights to now. Like now we're going to like, just like kind of move forward. Like, I don't think like, we're not going to see Patrick Stewart anymore. Like his head is snapped and 
Yeah, but he's, we'll see a Professor X for sure. Uh, yeah, but I just I think that like I don't think that I I don't know I felt I I don't know like maybe if you guys maybe you'll talk me into changing my mind. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, I was just gonna say. I mean, I I do agree that on some level, some of that is yeah. Let's let's kind of play with all our toys and yeah, this is fan service. But at the same time, I think it's also a way to show the power level and how much of a threat Wanda is because she just goes in and wrecks house and destroys all of them. So like, how do we show that she's a threat other than, you know, just having her contend with all the sorcerers at Kamertage? We got to keep reminding people that she is the threat. So let's have her go in and take out, you know, the powerhouses of this particular universe. So that's no, fair. Just, just no, and, like no, and and I see that point. I just was like, I don't know. Like, I I it, I think maybe it was just like an initial reaction of seeing it, where you're like, oh man, like, wow, we got like uh like we might get a Reed Richards like proper in the MCU. Like this is this is it. and there's like one of the most iconic live action performers with uh, Professor with um, Patrick Stewart with Xavier, and then within five minutes they were just like like Dunzo, mm-hmm. like Mister Fantastic turned into spaghetti. And yeah, I, I just feel I, like it's an introduction. It's like a little like, hi, how are you? Like, get like, and that's why for, like for people like my wife, you know, for Jill, it'll be, oh, you, you remember the Reed Richards from the other, like from multiverse of madness. You remember the patch, you know, the professor yeah. X, like it'll be. So when the next time they show up, you know, if it's done proper, they have some familiarity or they have somebody like us to be able to turn to them and be like oh you know if you want to check out the fantastic four movies for more of a backstory you know go ahead at your own risk but like you know there's a whole bunch of x-men stuff you could dive into as well um comics shows or movies i i really think it was disney kind of swinging around me like look who we got now like yeah yeah definitely for sure um and and my man uh, oh go ahead i was saying my man mordo got he got he got done dirty in this movie (laughs) But it wasn't the real Mordo, so it doesn't matter. They just left him in a hole. (laughs) Like he deserves so much more. Um, I wonder how this type of thing plays out when they're writing the movie. Like, do the writers just Mm. say, "Hey, let's we have carte blanche. Let's choose whatever characters, and then see if those actors will sign on for casting." Or like, like what would have happened if, uh. We'll just say Patrick Stewart. If he was like, nah, I'm, I'm not coming back. Do they eliminate that character? Do they go to the McAvoy next? Do they do they cast him first and then write him in? Or is it the other way around? Like, yeah, it's just it's kind of I'm very curious how that process works with these big cameos like this. That's probably like when they said, like with the Tom Cruise thing, when you mentioned, like they probably had him and like they probably had to pay. Tom Cruise a little more than Patrick Stewart. So Patrick Stewart said no. I'm like, all right, now we got to dish like 25 million out to Tom Cruise to be in this movie yeah. for five minutes. <laughs> or or maybe we get Magneto. Maybe we get like just yeah. a different, maybe we get Hugh Jackman, like who, you know, maybe they just, I mean, I guess maybe not Hugh Jackman. Because or Chris Pratt. I don't see Wolverine being like, yo, I want to be a part of this council. Right. Maybe it's right. A, maybe it's a different universe. Wolverine. Yeah. That's, that's another yeah. multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, moving on from the Illuminati, just some other thoughts I had on the movie. Uh, the score, um, the score was OK, mm. but it was it was a little disappointing to me. And the reason is uh, I thought 
Michael Giacchino knocked it out of the park when he did the score for the first Doctor Strange movie. He came up with a really radical uh, Doctor Strange theme. You know, it, it the, the score had uh, like all kinds of crazy instruments like harpsichords and sitars and stuff like that. And then for this movie, uh, Raimi brought in Danny Elfman, who he had worked with on the Spider-Man trilogy. So, you know, he's familiar with his work. And uh, Elfman's score, I mean, look, I, I can't knock Elfman as, as a composer because he's obviously um, really, really great. But the score for this movie was just kind of bland and he didn't use that iconic Doctor Strange theme, which has made appearances in other non-Doctor Strange movies. Like when Strange shows up in uh, No Way Home or, you know... Uh, I'm sure Infinity War, like, you know, you get that yeah. that hint of that theme in the background and it just it it was gone from this movie. I don't recall hearing it at all. So that was really disappointing to me because I, I don't know, I'm a big uh, music head and I just uh, it, there wasn't anything memorable about the score. Um, also, you know, uh, there were some changes made and this is typical for a Marvel movie, but there were some changes made um, from the trailers to the movie itself. Uh, and even though this wasn't explicitly hinted at in the trailers, like I always, the impression that I got is that dimension, if you will, where the book of the Vashanti is, I took that to be kind of like the place at the end of time where, where Kang was in Loki. Yeah. Like that's how they made it seem to me and similar design as well. Very. Yeah. And then it, it ends up having nothing to do with that. And it, I, it kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, wow, this isn't connected. And then the same thing with uh, no way home. I mean, it seemed like there was going to be a thread there because, you know, strange mentions in the trailer, I did what I had to do. And, you know, all this stuff hinting at his involvement in no way home. And then they just totally downplay it here. Uh, one other difference from the trailer, I, I, there was several others, but um, the incursion strange, uh, which again was kind of hinted at as being strange supreme, but well, maybe maybe that was just fans taking their own theories out. But uh, incursion strange had that awesome line. Things just got out of hand, which was the delivery on that line was awesome. And that, yeah. that line doesn't appear in the movie. So it was kind of a bummer. I was like, I want to see how things got out of hand. Tell us. Tell us Incursion Strange. And then it just it never shows up. So I don't know. Um, I get why Marvel does that stuff. But uh, at the same time, it's a little bit of a bummer. And it wasn't even like we got like Strange. We got the trailer for it. What? At the end of No Way Home? So December? Yeah. So, I mean, they were only a few months out from the release. It's not like this movie hadn't been completed or wasn't close to completion yeah. anyway. Um, so it's just kind of weird that they did that. Uh, interesting ending with Strange being influenced by the Darkhold. I can kind of see where that leaves it open for the character to appear in other areas or pick up the story right away if uh, if we wait until Strange 3. Um, and it, it gives him, you know, a... a interesting little character arc where now he's got this evil within that he might have to overcome. Um, so I don't know. Those are, those are some of my other thoughts on the movie. Um, hands. How about you? Uh, I agree. The music, I, I, I don't really remember. Like I, I can't tell you like 
the first like how any of this like the songs go it's not like batman where like or like batman or like no way home where like i remember the songs like i, I think the music was probably like the my like the most forgettable thing about this movie um but um i mean i agree danny elfman's great the one thing that i did not and and i don't know if this is just like a te- like i had a hard time seeing like i know how this connected with wandavision but like i feel like this kind of undid the ending of wandavision because we got literally the end of the wandavision was her reading the dark hold i know i know but like (laughs) i like i i like i I guess at the end of wandavision we were looking at like all right now now like she's full villain like they don't ever say like she's full villain she's just going into the dark hold and here's her kids scream like you know she's gonna like now try and get get them back then you go to dr strange where it's just like she's just full-on like there's no remorse and we just watched the whole show of how she imprisoned the town and is making up for it and went on her own to study the dark hold and try and get her kids back but i just felt like it's like all right well you gave her redemption at the end of the movie or the end of wandavision now it's well now you're just like a straight up villain like mm-hmm. yeah like i just, i feel like there was a story somewhere or like i would have loved to see wanda where she was like fully corrupted by the dark hold and whether or not you could have put that in maybe a post credit scene of like uh, like Eternals or something or pop it in somewhere like you could see it. But I just felt like it was a little like I'm like, OK, like WandaVision, she, you know, made Westview, like fixed it and apologized and went on her merry ways. And then it was just like, all right, the first time you see Wanda here, it's like she's cutting trees, like trimming trees in, in some hellhole like area and and just is now about to kill a kid. Like it just, it just was a very, it was just a very quick 180. And I feel like it might have been missing, like maybe a scene, even like a scene or two. I I don't, I don't know. I I just felt like it like undid the ending a little bit. Uh, Yeah, I guess I can see your point where like maybe there was like half a step that was skipped, but I don't think it was far beyond the realm. Like I, I feel like it, it made enough sense for this for the transition to, to where she went into this movie. Um, But yeah, I mean, could they have fleshed it out a tiny bit more? Sure. I guess the one, the the one gap for me or, or glaring hole is like, so in, at the end of WandaVision, we see vision fly off to find himself or discover himself or whatever. How, how far after WandaVision is this? Does vision never, think to get back in touch with wanda or like because i feel like that might have yeah uh prevented this yeah yeah i don't know like and she even says she's like like what do you know about the multiverse and she says well vision had his theories Mm -hmm. well like you you want to fill us in a little bit like and and show a conversation you have with vision like nah man that's not what they do like the multiverse (laughs) was like was like was first mentioned in what far from home I guess as a joke with right, Mysterio, Mysterio brought it up. Yeah. But other than that, like the, then it actually like did exist once we got like all the Disney plus shows and it just like vision, not never once talked about the multiverse in any movie and they never had a discussion. And it just like, yeah, vision flew off. And where is he? Like, does she not, she only cares about her kids. She doesn't care about vision, like finding him. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, and her kids are will. Real. Well, I mean, in the one world they were, but, um, in the other multiverse but uh i was gonna say i do i will agree with you and disagree with you chris about uh like they kind of leave 
WandaVision be basically being like she's the Scarlet Witch, like it's official. Um, yeah. so deadly things or evil things are on the rise for her. Mm-hmm. But here's a perfect example. We just talked about it earlier. Like, why not at the end of Spider-Man put a scene of Wanda doing something either terrible to somebody or taking over somebody's mind to be like, here she comes. And like, I get maybe they were trying to hide her as the villain to keep the suspicion on like what it was, but it's nah, like, oh, bro, we got to have that post credits venom scene with Tom Hardy. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> <laughs> but like, also, like they, they, they saved the last <laughs> scene as like the trailer for that's going to be available to the public. Like, you know, and I, I remember like another trailer, like when they dropped the Avengers trailer at yes. the end of, uh, I forget which movie, and like that kind of made a little bit more sense. That made yeah. a little bit more sense to me. But like for this one, it's like you're advertising your movie that's just going to be out in five months. Like that could have that could have been an easy spot to just have, you know, an extra scene of Wanda doing something to fill in that gap, like you mentioned, Chris. But mm-hmm. again, I, I mean, they kind of set it up for her to be the Scarlet Witch. But yeah, um, I, and I and I I like that she was a villain. I just think that it just there's like a very big jump. Like the last time yeah. you see her, like the last time you see her WandaVision, she's doing the astral projection, which never happens again like she doesn't do it in this and neither does dr strange and and that's just like something it's like all right she's astral projecting and she hears her kids scream but it, you don't necessarily like know that dark hold took her over hm. which the dark hold is just like destroyed now apparently it's supposed to be like that's the most powerful I mean, book, i'm okay so. with that <laughs> I, I i guess i don't know <laughs> I like I, I feel like I like I, and I don't I don't want the I didn't want this movie to be packed like packed full of cameos. I was happy with the Illuminati cameos and that was it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you're losing shout out your my man Ultron, by the way, too. He finally oh, yes. got his good <laughs> yeah. the Ultron. Um, I, I think that like this movie didn't need uh, like to be packed with cameos. Like there were people saying like Deadpool and Wolverine and and Whoa. Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be in this as because he was rumored to be Doctor Strange and like I, I didn't I didn't want I look all that. Forward to that in eight movies from now. Yeah, like when they start doing like the Secret Wars movie, which they're probably setting up. I'm okay with that. That's fine. But I don't like. It just. It just seems like like that. Like people are like they wanted Agatha in this. They're like Agatha has to be in it because Wanda's in it. No, she doesn't. Like Agatha is in Westview right now, being like a weirdo. And like by that, the way, like you know, kudos to. I guess probably the two people would be Sam Raimi and Kevin Feige because they kept this movie two hours and I'm sure they could have put in uh, all of this extra wow. stuff in these cameos, but they didn't. They left well, it. Apparently there's like shot. There's uh, if you ask the internet, uh, the venomous internet people, there's, there's, there's scene shot of Tom Cruise in an Iron Man armor. Like, yeah. Stop. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want. I don't need to see. Like, I di- I didn't need 30 cameos. I was happy with the what five that we got, mm-hmm. and that was it. Well, I mean, for me, I feel like the multiverse is going to be a big thing. Like, if you're asking for any thread line, like you know, and we'll talk big picture shortly, but like, I think the multiverse and playing with that and having that involved is definitely something that's been opened and will continue to be a key thread for me. Where it's like things will show up or there'll be another reference or, you know, all of a sudden we'll see, you know, a winter, uh, a captain America fighting. We'll be like, Oh my God, is it, is it, you know, is it Evans? And it's like, 
No, it's it'll be John Hasselhoff. Krasinski, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll be somebody else, but like there'll be there'll definitely be those moments because I think if there's anything we can tie, it's it's basically it's basically that. I did have a I did have a quick thought for you guys, a thought experiment for mm-hmm. you guys, really quick, if you'll if you'll allow me. But I haven't seen this anywhere, so if it is out there, uh, whatever. So, all right, so we have our Doctor Strange, right? Marvel, Marvel proper Doctor Strange. Then we have Doctor Strange in the 616 world. Is that what it's called? That is our Doctor Strange. That is our Doctor Strange. The MCU is 616. Mm -hmm. So where's the the world they go to? It's like 840-something? 838. Okay. The Doctor Strange who dies, who gets killed by Black Bolt, right? 838. Got it. 838. Now, (laughs) what if that Doctor Strange was actually the incursion Doctor Strange that he goes to that world and that the doctor strange that they feared was actually the one stuck in the incursion. And somehow he made it out of that world and they had to kill him because he knew that the other doctor strange had messed up so much because they do hint at an incursion that was caused by that doctor strange on a different world. Right. But they don't really tie those two together and they don't really reference it. But yeah. I'm thinking I, I'm just trying to tie tie uh, threads together. And I'm thinking, well, that would be a pretty cool thing. Um, but I guess it wasn't acknowledged. So I guess it wasn't <laughs> a real thing. <laughs> I just I, well, because we see that we see 838 Strange get blown away by Black Bolt. So, yeah, yeah. but is that incursion he... world strange. Did what? he go? But did the incursion world like maybe yeah. those two Doctor Stranges fought like our Doctor Strange did. And incursion world, Doctor Strange made it to 838's world and basically was like, I was trying to whatever it was, maybe keeping things to himself. You know how Doctor Strange is. He's a he's a he's a wizard um, or a sorcerer, um, as, as Greg likes to say. I don't know. I just thought it would be a cool thing. Maybe okay. I'm maybe I'm doing the work. But then for him, but then but... how does he exist in the incursion world still? If that was the one that got blown away in well, I think that's the thing is that the incursion happens because they messed up the timeline so badly for that. Or my other theory is, is that we're going to go visit this uh, other world at some point that this Doctor Strange ruined. So that that was kind of my my theory on it is that only one world was destroyed and it was actually. The other, uh, the other, other Doctor Strange. <laughs> so now you're you're talking not just multiverse, but also timelines. You're you're yeah. space time continuum. You're getting uh, funky go, like baby. a monkey in here. It is. Oh. Uh, it's pretty wild. So well, hopefully the hopefully the listeners were able to keep up with it. But I, I just <laughs> they they like it's we'll release a diagram. It's like, <laughs> it's like they reference it, like they reference that their Doctor Strange. Ended up causing an incursion. Right. And then yes. we go to an incursion world or, or verse. And it's like, there's no reference if like, this is actually the invert, you know, the, like the problem on this one. So like, it was just something weird to bring up and then not really, I mean, again, listen, two hours and six minutes, mwah, chef's kiss. Love <laughs> it. Let's, let's get to it and do it. But like, I wonder if that's a thread that, you know, I'm pulling at that might be uh, something for the future. So uh, my take on that is that probably overcomplicates things unnecessarily. Like, could it be? Absolutely. For sure. Is it? I felt it complicated discussing it. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Probably not. Just be it, like there's an infinite number of multiverses, so it doesn't have to be the exact same one that 
that traveled to 838 and then, you know, caused an incursion. I just think it was a, a similar strange that, you know, had an outcome. Because the thing is, the, the theme with America is that uh, America Chavez is that she can't trust all these stranges. So, you know, she gets yeah. she she deals with Defender Strange in the, the opening scene and she can't trust him. And then she goes to uh, the 838 universe and that strange, it turns out, was uh, was a not a traitor, but he went down a dark path and then they go yeah. to incursion world and it's the same thing. So I guess the theme is strange needs to overcome that uh, that. Well, I guess that that dark path and, and make the right choice. There needs to be a strange out there that does the right thing. Yeah, so it's strange. a similar 838 and incursion are similar, but not the same. If that right. makes any sense. No. Well, it's well explained. I think you did well. Okay. I feel like I need a, a laser pointer and a dry erase board. <laughs> Pat, can you explain all of that again? No, I'm not. I, I, I just please, I thought it. I my if my earphones weren't working. Can you please just repeat everything no, you just said? I'm not gonna. You're a jerk, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you. All right. Well. Um, sure. So moving on, I just want to, uh, there's, there's two brief points I want to uh, touch on the first we kind of alluded to with Moon Knight, but I think um, out of the MCU movies, I think this one had maybe the weakest post credit scenes in the MCU. Um, I did feel Eternals were weak also, uh, but uh, this one I think might be the worst. Um, you, you, the first one you have Clea come in, which, you know, I, I know you alluded to her not knowing who she was. Cypher, uh, baby. Fast yeah. and Furious crossover. Let's go. Cypher. Uh, the rights up. So Clea in, in the comics is Doctor Strange's true love. Uh, you know, she's she's the one uh, that is side by side with them and all this stuff. Uh, oh, so sweet. I guess they're they're hinting at that. But uh, I don't see you, Rachel McAdams. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah if, I have a feeling she's out. If that was the case, that was the worst beat cute ever where it was just like. <laughs> Hey, you cause this incursion. You want to hop along? Let's go. Come on. I got, I always got a third eye. All right. But this is another one where like I saw her and I was like, yeah, I know who that is. And it was like, "Hmm, okay, sure. You know, it wasn't anything special. Uh, And then, you know, the second one, uh, which was, and don't get me wrong. I love Bruce Campbell, but you know, I, I could have done without the pizza Papa. Hey, it's time to go home folks. Um, So I don't know. Didn't like the post-credit scenes. And then uh, my other question is, do we care about the MCU movies being user friendly at this point? Uh, or do you like the continuity? Um, the reason I bring this up is because we just had this overcomplicated discussion about these multiple stranges and the concept of the multiverse and different timelines and all of this stuff. In addition to you know, all of the continuity that is continually building like a Jenga puzzle. Uh, you know, it, do you guys care that you can't just hop in and understand the emotional arc that Wanda has gone through? Or like, I guess, you know, it, it, is is that cool with you guys that you need all that set up? Or do you feel that uh, it should be user friendly and, and you should just be able to step into any movie at any time? And completely understand. Uh, I, I that that's that's kind of tough because I feel like <clears throat> I feel like 
I, and and I think when I went to go and I, I don't know if it was Civil War or like Age of Ultron or something that Catherine watched with me and she like was asking questions about it. And I'm just like, I, I don't I don't really feel like answering all these like she's like and like I had to explain she's like, how was the movie? Like and, and when I was talking to her and I explained like the whole Illuminati, I'm like, why well, it was cool because there's different properties and this company owned this property. Like, And I just her eyes like, just how, glazed over she, and, and I've <laughs> never seen a look in her eyes where she's like, wow, I don't care. Um, all right. Well, why did I ask? You could have just said it was good. Um, I, I think that you're, I think fate, like the first couple phases of Marvel were very easy to understand because it's just like, I feel like you could jump in at any time. I think that movies now in the MCU are getting overly complicated with trying to fi- understand continuity. And, and what I said earlier with like phase four, like you have no idea where it's going. I think it's hard. Like, I think you can probably watch like something like Doctor Strange and explain it to someone like generally be like, he's a, he's a sorcerer and blah, blah, blah. And this is Wanda. And I think you can take five minutes to explain it to someone, but I, I, I think that it, I don't think you can jump in at any point and, and get the most out of it. Like, I, I think this, I think Doctor Strange and even like no way home was a movie where it's just like, this is kind of for, like Marvel, like superhero fans and like fans of the MCU. And I think like maybe Eternals, you could jump in because they don't really have too much backstory. Like, I think there are some movies like Black Widow, you can like, like, but I think like main, like the main timeline, it's hard to jump in at any point and really understand like what's going on mm-hmm. and get like, I, I feel like if you're, if you watch every movie like we have, then you appreciate the whole the whole thing so much more. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Dr. Strange and even like Spider-Man, like I think you can take, you can like take the chance of going in there and not really having a lot of backstory and still enjoying it. I mean, visually I like, had a lot of like a lot of cool action scenes and, and you can kind of Google whatever happened in previous movies. I mean, I wouldn't recommend that because I think you're missing out on just a lot of really good entertainment, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's it, a, it's a tough call to like, say like, if like, if like, if I, if I take Catherine to see Dr. Strange too, I'd show her head will blow up. Her head will blow up like um black bolt when he was yelling. It's just a brain will blow up. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough question to answer. Hey, what do you think? Um, I think there's room for both. And I, I think this is kind of what I enjoy sometimes about, um, the DCU's strategy of just being like, here's a Batman movie. Um, you know, they probably need to make <laughs> it Batman. for, yeah, yeah here, they probably need to make it for rights reasons and, you know, have one come out or whatever. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, just judging by like, we talked a little bit about in regards to, um, you know, as casual watchers, you know, as we're mentioning it, um, like I think my wife would enjoy suicide squad. Um, you know, but like when we come to like things like this, if I'm trying to introduce somebody and being like, you know, I'll, I'll use another friend who just started getting into the Marvel universe, my friend JC, it's like, Hey, like come see Dr. Strange. It's like, well, did you watch WandaVision? Did you see Endgame? Have you seen No Way Home? Or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, No, no yeah. Way Home, right? You got it. Was, yep. I, dude, I keep getting that confused. <laughs> Far From Home, No Way Home, all the homes. Um, so there's there's an element to me where it's like you could jump into this, but like, then you need, you know, one of us, you know, or, or another person who's really invested to be like, all right. So you remember when this happened, 
okay, you know. And for this for it, perfect example, as I mentioned earlier, is like my wife had no idea who Charles Xavier was. You know, I don't know who Reed Richards is. Oh, I see the four. Is that part of Fantastic Four? I, I can make those dots and connections. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but for her, it was just like, I don't, why is everyone cheering about this old man in a, in a yellow car? Like, um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm enjoying, you know, and I, I, it's funny because this, this phase right now of Marvel feels to me very much like phase one. The difference is, is that we have all these characters who've already experienced all these things that we can reference, um, you know, uh, like we have a Thor, we have uh, a Doctor Strange, you know, we have the Guardians, Black Panther, like they're, they're already established in the universe and like you need to watch their movies to understand. But at the same time, um, you know, there's there's an element where yeah, if you're not in on it, like you will be lost in this new phase. But, you know, then again, you know, I I, I kind of prefer this as opposed to the solo stuff, because I think it's easier for me because I'm, I'm very much, you know, I, I try to avoid and, and the Internet is, you know, we talk a lot about it where it's like it's either this movie is amazing or this movie's trash. Right. Um, and there is no like middle ground. Right. And for me, I feel like these movies get more middle ground status to me than that was awful or that was terrible. Um, you know, so but I, I, you know, there there is the element of like, hey, I can go see, you know, the new Batman or, you know, this revamped Suicide Squad. And it's like, I don't really need to, you know, have a 10 minute conversation or backstory about how we got here, what's going on. So. Um, I think I prefer the Marvel way, um, but, you know, again, if I had just decided to, you know, I think about Star Wars a lot with this. I haven't watched Clone Wars. I don't watch any of the animated stuff. Like, I'm not in on, like, you know, some of the some of the text. And it's like, oh, this character. And it's like, don't know who that is. And it's like, oh, but dude, you got to. And it's like, OK, like I yeah, that's a commitment for me. Like, I got to mm-hmm. watch a, a whole bunch of content there. So, mm-hmm. um I, I see both sides of the coin, but I, I would say I prefer, you know, the tied in universe way. And, and that seems to be the Disney way for it, building this, this huge brand, which they already have established. So, yeah, but I've my, take, enough. my take on it is, yes, I like I am for the continuity. And, you know, I think some movies still are, you know, you can go in cold and, and enjoy it. Shang-Chi was another recent one where it's like, you know, you don't need. A huge history on the marvel universe sure there's ties yeah. into iron man 3 i guess and and iron man 1 if you want uh but you don't need to know that stuff it's just an offhanded comment um but i i prefer all these layers of continuity not only because as a, a comic fan all my life and this is something that has played through and is still ongoing within comics uh you know having that that shared history and and continuity and weaving all these stories together i love that but in addition from a creative standpoint it's it's very much unlike something that we've seen before uh you know if you look at take for example the x-men or spider-man franchises where you've had you know reboots of these franchises and then you're getting the same origin story or a similar origin story you have to go through all of that again. Sometimes you'll get the same story over again. Dark Phoenix, I'm looking at you. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's just 
like why do we have to keep repeating these things over and over again and every time the franchise decides to reboot this this uh style or method or whatever you want to call it where we have this shared history hasn't come across that yet where they've needed to reboot and so everything just stacks upon each other and yeah maybe you're not going to be caught up all the way on everything that goes on but at the same time you don't have to sit through the same story over and over and over again how many times have we seen you know batman's parents get killed and and that was one of the things that i liked about the batman is they didn't show that um it was it was a change of pace but every other batman movie has had that so it's like you can only see the same story so many times like let's just forego all of that and get to cool stories like what we're getting with the mcu especially when like batman has like such a catalog of like stories to tell and like yeah. it's just like hey jump in and be like hey here's like the you know we talked about it i mean maybe we're giving chris too much praise here but it's like <laughs> it, this batman was just like hey this is young detective you know hardcore you know batman and it's like okay like we're let's let's see where the story goes and like whether you liked it or not like at least they did something different as you mentioned greg um because i know you're on the other side of that coin yeah but but again you know i do feel that that was a right thing to do um so yeah. i'm happy that the mcu is going this direction and you know what look if you're going to be in for a penny be in for a pound watch the content enjoy it it'll enrich you that much further so yeah. uh all right one thing i wanted oh, yeah. to mention just before and i forgot to mention when we were talking about the illuminati and you mm-hmm. and you made me think about it i didn't put it on my notes of uh, with the wayne's dying how many times are we going to see poor professor x die on screen <laughs> And not just like, can this man just die in his sleep or just like when he's like, he gets the most awful death scenes in in <laughs> comics. Like he blows up, he gets disintegrated by the Phoenix. Then he gets like destroyed by a Wolverine clone. Mm-hmm. And then he gets his neck snapped it like psychically <laughs> by um, Scarlet Witch. Like this poor guy. It ain't easy being Chuck X, man. <laughs> this guy, I've seen him die more on screen than the Waynes, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Like it just I don't I I can't like he's not gonna come back because they're probably gonna kill him. <laughs> Big facts. Some, no multiverse some... out there exists where Charles Xavier has a kind fate. Awful. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh all right. Well, that is um kind of the wrap-up. Do you guys have any additional thoughts for Doctor Strange and uh what do you guys read it? I would go like three out of five like 3.25 out of five um not my I, I definitely not my top 10 marvel movies but it's definitely hanging around that like 11 to 13 mark um I, maybe on a second viewing i'll kind of appreciate it a little more because my expectations were a little i think my expectations were a little high and they weren't met but um with that being said when the r-rated cut comes out maybe it'll come uh it'll oh, it'll um you know i'm gonna start it i'm gonna start the hashtag tonight so once that comes out um Maybe it'll move up a couple spots, um, but we'll see. Now, but I, I, it was good. I, I would definitely want to, I, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot of, I'm not, I know I've read some Dr. Strange comics and I know there's like others, a ton of content out there that they can do in the direction that they can go. So I'm excited that they're, that they're, they're probably gonna make a third one. Just maybe like a buttload of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just to see his character, further in the mcu i mean it it was a good it was a good enough story to make me want more towards the end so that's all you can kind of really ask for here 
Yeah, I gave it three and a half stars. Um, I was a little hesitant. I was thinking three stars after, but then I saw it again. And I felt pretty confident in my three and a half because I, I did enjoy uh, a lot of the things about this. Um, and I think it will hold up a little bit over time. I have it as 16th out of 28th out of 28 movies. Um, I have it behind uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Doctor Strange and uh, Shang-Chi. Um, and I have it ahead of Ant-Man, Captain Marvel and... Uh, I'm not a huge uh, far from home guy. So uh, I have it ahead of that. So just to kind of give you an idea where my thoughts are on it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, really, really dug this one. Not, a, not as much as, uh, as the Papa though. Uh, not as much as the Papa. Yes. Yeah, so, and you know, let me, let me preface this by saying, I, I do think maybe my score could change upon a second viewing, but uh, I won't know until I get there, but uh Right now, I have it standing at four point five stars out of five. Wow. Uh, I would if if they had quarter stars, I'd probably give it four and a quarter. But uh, but this is four point five. I bumped it up. I ranked it eighth out of twenty eight movies. Um, nice. I have it behind Homecoming and ahead of Civil War, so it falls squarely into the top ten for me. Uh, really love this movie. Is it a hundred percent perfect? No, that's why it's not a five star movie. But it is really <laughs> awesome. Totally different vibe from any other MCU MCU movie. Totally enjoyable. And, you know, like I said in my letterbox, this I understand this movie is not going to be for everybody, but it was most definitely for me. So, yeah. Uh, 100% right. a, a Greg, a Greg flick. I yes. told you that coming out of it. I said this was 100% up your alley. Yes. And you are absolutely correct. Uh, so, we're going to move on from Moon Knight, and since this is an MCU roundup, we're going to talk Thor Love and Thunder real quick and just mm. some initial thoughts on the trailers. So, uh, I don't know. We guys, we got the um, the surprise trailer drop. I think it was, what, like a week before Strange came out or, or the week of? Uh, about, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think after the last time recorded, but we recorded, but I think it was like maybe like a day or two. Like it was pretty like it might have dropped or around the same time as our last episode. About okay. two weeks. Yeah. So uh it's all it's pretty short. It's only a minute and a half. It's a teaser, but uh what are you guys' initial impressions oh, of it? Anything stand out? Anything you're excited for? <laughs> I you know, I, I'm excited that you know we get a good a good shot of Natalie Portman as Lady Thor is well what in the comics she's not lady is it Lady the, Thor or the Mighty Thor. That's what she's the called. Mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and this, whether or not this is a multiversal thing, like if is this multiverse or is she actually going to be, you know, we don't know in this MCU. Um, I know in the comics, she's not a variant. She's the mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether or not they do that proper, she has M- Molnir, which is, which is really cool. Like the cracked one. Um, you don't, I, I, I like that you get like some quick glimpses of the guardians in it. I hope they're not in the whole movie. I hope they're kind of just in it for like the beginning Looks and then like Thor goes on, on his way. way. Yeah. 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 Um, which would be great. Uh, we didn't get a look at um, at uh, Christian Christian Bale, which Gore. we're kind of happy yeah. about Gore. Um, from what Taika Waititi is saying, he is a probably like one of the greatest um, MCU villains that we're going to see. So um, he like went in an interview and he said like he's he's going to be like incredible. I It's his own movie. I mean, I've heard you all talk good about his movies and I've seen them and they're not good. Um <laughs> Take it with a grain so, of salt, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Can can we um, just touch fact on the fact that you compared 
you bowl to <laughs> Taika Waititi? No, I'm just saying. Like, you're, talk I mean, about opposite ends of the spectrum, my guy. Yeah, you're gonna like your own product. You got you. You have to promote this. I mean, that is facts, but come on. <laughs> I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they're like. Uh, they're definitely on the different opposite ends of the spectrum. But I mean, Taika is gonna talk about his movie and say it's great, and you bowl is gonna do the same thing. And you bowl you know. could never. <laughs> just yeah, leave it I'm not. That. I'm not gonna say you bowl is ever gonna make a good MCU movie. Um, but. Like with like just with that being said, you don't get a lot of action. Um, it's it's a pretty like straightforward trailer and just kind of makes it looks like Thor's kind of giving up superheroing and looks like it looks like he's gonna take it take the rounds on a just kind of live the soul the, the single life for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. One thing I don't like in a trailer is like he said something along the lines of like now I got to figure out who I really am. Like this is your fourth movie solo movie and and like third movie after like event you've been in like seven movies like figure it out at this point like i thought i just saw three movies that where you figured out who you were unbelievable yeah but but here's the thing it's an ever-evolving character like look at where he was when we last saw him in infinity Uh, war and then endgame yeah totally different and now he's coming off it's just funny because it's just like that's one of the things like people are always saying like oh i have to find like who i really am i'm like we, we've had like seven movies for you to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what are you doing? I, I get your point, but I, yeah. I respect. I mean that more disagree. jokingly. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean that like I entirely like I'm going to critique the whole movie and be like, this movie's going to stink. Um, yeah. I, I like the trial. It was a good teaser. We're probably, I, I would say we're probably about like three weeks, maybe Top Gun weekend of getting a full trailer. Mm-hmm. I would say is when yes. they're going to push that one out, but um, there's really nothing else they're going to, they can attach it to. At least upcoming day, I would think they would put it on. Hate hateful trailers. Sorry, unbelievable. Okay. Well, what's your thought on what's um, your thought on the, the the short trailer? So it's really funny because I do this thing where I I'm very much a I keep expectations you know relatively low or I keep I'm very even keel. So when it comes to like being excited for Dr. Strange, I wasn't excited until like the day we were going to go watch it or like maybe a couple days before. And like, it was actually funny because, you know, if you would ask me two weeks ago, I would have said I'm more excited for Thor than I am for Dr. Strange. So I do these things with the cinematic universe where it's like, Oh, here comes the next thing. Like maybe this will actually like make me like tie everything in and care. Um, because sometimes, like, I feel, again, as I mentioned earlier, like, there's a lot like phase one where it's just like, here's the filler movies and like, we'll get to the heart of it soon. Um, but it's not now. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, I love uh, Thor Love and Thun- or, um, Ragnarok. Um, that was in my, uh, I think, number six, um, or it was definitely my top half of the Marvel rankings, uh, you know, when we talk about it. So really excited for this. Really enjoyed the vibes of that one. This one looks to have similar, but probably will get pretty, you know, I wonder if this will be a tale of two movies where Thor will have to, you know, step up with mighty Thor and um, fight um, Gore, the the God Butcher. Really disappointed that that's like not actually going to be Christian Bale. Like it's going to be a CGI thing, right? Oh, really? I didn't know. It's probably going to be like a half and half. I feel like I saw a photo of gore and I might've been wrong, but it looked very much like, Oh, this is going to be CGI. Mm, 
I, I might do like in person where it's just like right. it's like a lot of makeup. I don't know. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I just maybe I was I was misinformed of of the photo of of Gore. Um, so yeah, I mean, excited. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll very much looking forward to see it. We obviously have Miss Marvel coming out before doing similar to like Moon Knight, where it's like Miss Marvel will be out. You know, a couple like uh, I think in June. Actually, pretty soon, uh, next June month. First, um, yeah. and then it'll pretty much lead up. And I think the last episode premieres like after Thor comes out. So, you know, we'll have more Marvel content to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, to to be honest, uh, and I I'm, don't think we're not leaving here without talking about it. This was the second best trailer of uh, of the trailer package of uh, before uh, Multiverse of Madness. All right, well, hold on. Let's we'll wrap up Thor, and then we can. Oh, I know, to, baby. Then I'm we can get to your stuff. Bit. I know. Uh, so my take on the Thor trailer, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, absolutely loved it. Like, give it to me. Um, look, I I've made no secret of the fact that I loved this run in the comics uh, from Jason Aaron, uh, starting with. Um, the the introduction of gore all the way up through uh the mighty thor and the war of the realms and all that stuff it was just a fantastic run and uh i'm excited to see an on-screen adaptation of it i love the vibe that tyke is giving similar similar to the vibe we got in the ragnarok trailer where we had immigrant song playing this time we've got sweet child of mine and it's just vibes all day like absolutely love it i love i love and I cannot stress this enough, but I love the color and just the vibrancy and everything. Like it is a feast for the eyes. And like, I feel like we're on a journey. They lifted that, uh, that one shot of the giant Kaiju like God, that, that was a God that Gore has slain. They lifted that image straight from the panels of the comics. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, I, I can't wait to see this. And, uh, again, you know, part of me is like, Oh, where's the trailer? I want to see it. But part of me is, uh, I have I have two two cinema fans inside me. One one is uh, the one expecting, and the other one is the Harry uh, who is like, "Don't show me anything more. I want to go in cold." Um, so yeah, yeah, I I I don't know. I'm just I'm super hyped for this movie, and I cannot wait to see it done justice. I have every bit of confidence that Taika is gonna nail this, um, just like he did with Ragnarok, and uh, just man, straight up looking forward to it. Uh, and we get more uh, Taika as Korg, and you can't go wrong there either. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I this is like I love the choice of music too. It's just like you would think like the most off-world movie of like in other realms is using just like 80s, 70s, 80s like classics. So I, I think it fits really, really well with the trailer. So I forgot uh, to mention that, but yeah. One other thing I wanted to touch on too, which I don't know. Um, if you guys saw, but the, the posters, the one sheets uh, for the, um, the Thor love and thunder movie. Absolutely love those. Also, there's one with Thor uh, that says the, the one and only. And then I think there's another one with Jane Foster as the mighty Thor that says the one isn't the only Uh, so, and they're both similar posed. Absolutely. love it. Yeah. I have seen them. Yeah. They're give really me, cool. give me, uh, Jane Foster, Mighty Thor, supremacy every day. I, I am totally in awe of her and happy she finally gets uh, some meat to a role uh, in this franchise. 
all about it, man. I am I'm so stoked for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm glad that she's back. I really am. I mean, she's not even like the best part of the first Thor, like the first two ones. She's a little dry because I feel like you know she probably was just getting a paycheck, and at that point, like any any actor or actress was like, hey, MCU, like Marvel movie, that sounds cool. Yeah, like, I I mean, look, they were. <sighs> They were still finding their way and yeah the part was a little underwritten in the first two movies but uh hopefully they're gonna make good with her now and every yeah. indication is that yeah. they are so uh that, that was that was my feelings just real quick about thor yeah. thor's character in general with the first mm-hmm. two movies it's like i feel like people had the same feelings about him once you watch ragnarok and it's like oh this is like what thor can be like fun and goofy and i mean i know sometimes it lays on a little too thick for some but i really enjoy it so all right hair i know you're this is the moment we've been waiting for it's not mcu related but let's dive into it what do you got oh man listen the uh the premiere of the avatar 2 the way of water trailer uh on this film um uh, I know I was there with you, Greg, um, in the theater first, and I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely let out an audible. We're going back, um, super pumped, uh, dude. Listen, when I die, bury me to whatever sound set score uh, for Avatar Two. Um, it's just you talk about vibes, the water. Uh, the just being back in Pandora, uh, I'm so looking forward to it. They need to build another ride in Animal Kingdom. I was gonna say I'm gonna um, t- I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll spread your ashes on a uh, flight of passage. There like, we go, somewhere baby. in there. Yeah, as, as people are watching and wondering why on their 3D glasses, it'll be great. Um, but uh, yeah, just um, super excited. Perfect trailer. Just give me like what we're going for here you know it's what i what i love most about it is we talk about continuing the story and like this is what avatar was 2009 so it's about 13 years later and this takes place in the relative world um so really sorry jake you might not be in the third movie you might not be in the fourth movie because obviously if we're going by this timeline who knows when three's coming out it's apparently coming out sooner than when the the sequels coming but do they have aarp on pandora oh dude i hope so but listen it's uh i i did read that the re-release avatar is coming out in september and listen i i don't want to say i walked out of avatar the first time it was like this avatar guy but like just the hype like this is like the hype thing where for me where it's like it was such an experience with the first one and like let's go back baby let's jump back in Cameron's Jimmy Jimmy C he's filming underwater for days making people like I don't even know test their limits of ability um it's just let's go dude I'm so excited what what were you guys thoughts you I know you can't sit there and tell me it didn't one look great and two make you be like let's go back let's go in uh harry all i gotta say is you gotta start growing your ponytail now so you can plug it into a horse oh dude let's <laughs> go baby <laughs> Get it approved from the wife. We'll see. Uh, Hands, you want to take this first? All right. Um, Two things. One, I never thought I would see this day that I would at least at at least get an Avatar 2 trailer because this movie has been this movie has been in production longer than like the Flash movie. And and at least we're getting one of them. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's all. Like yeah, um, I I adore the first Avatar movie. I I saw it like I feel like six seven times in theaters on the initial release, and then probably saw it twice on the re-release, and then the re-re-release or whatever that how many times they released it. We're going in September, um, baby. I oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I and it'll probably be on IMAX, which I didn't. I was the first one probably was on IMAX. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, um, it that was, was that yeah. Was, yeah. That was like the yeah. breakout 3D hit. Uh, yeah, that's I will, right. Yeah, yeah. Is, 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 were you there, Chris? Were you working at the theater then, or was it just me and Greg? Was it 2009? I wasn't at yeah. I wasn't at a theater with IMAX, so oh, yeah. I probably well, I just, yeah yeah this this movie <laughs> absolutely destroyed. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. And and I was like, I, I honestly like I teared up. Uh, I will not lie when I saw this trailer, The Way of Go Water, because baby. that's how oh, much I love. And I, there were like two times uh. as like. An adult man, I'm okay. Like admitting I cried was probably like tearing up was during this. And the first time I stepped foot in Pandora in Disney World, because you did I, grab like, my hand in the theater. You did, you did grab it and say, I'm emotional right now. Please stop hold that. me. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Um, There's no secrets on this pod. I use your hand to wipe my tear away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the way I, like, of water, te- baby. And there was a like, I got teary eyed. I got teary eyed because I got, we actually got like a, a, a into um pandora like two weeks before it officially opened we got like a, a special look so I, I like there wasn't a lot of people to see me cry so that's good um but i kind of like it was it, it's on like two of the most incredible things i think i've ever seen in my life in terms of like movie related um i i cannot wait for this i can't wait for december and like the day is finally here that i've waited 13 years for a sequel to this movie and yes. I honestly think it's going to kill at the box office. I think it's going to destroy because I think that nostalgia is going to come back. I think for so I think people have been waiting for this. And I think like, it's not probably going to have a, it's not going to have like no way home and like in like Avengers box office, but I think it's going to have legs. And I think it's oh, going to be well. one of his movies. Uh, I think it's going to carry I'll put my stamp like that. on it and say, it I will. think February, it'll still be like number one. It's still top five. Like it's going to, it's going to just clean up. Um, I'm excited, and you know, hopefully, Jim Jimmy Cameron uh, keeps to a schedule where we get the next one in two years, and then the next one in the next two years. So that by the time like Finn's thirty, he can watch Avatar five. Uh, question for you guys: Will this bring about global peace and usher in a new golden era for humanity? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. If not uh, this, then what? And then, then what would? Then yeah, what? I was if, yeah, like Han said, yeah. If this doesn't do it, I don't know what will. Well, it was no almost hope. Pokemon Go, but um, yeah, we tried. Po- <laughs> it was Pokemon Go and a and a and a third Bill and Ted movie. Then yeah. this is now Avatar Two is the last hope. Um, you know, so for the Way of Water trailer, uh, look, I I love Avatar. I'm not on the same level as you guys with my love for it. I'm I'm like a tear down, but I still really, really, really dig it. Uh, and you know, I will defend it. But uh, this trailer, I don't know. It, I mean, it was good. I'm I'm excited for it, but like, it didn't hype me up like like let's say you know the Thor Love and Thunder trailer did. Um, Here's here's the 13 the th- years, Greg, 13 years. We're going back. I know. Yeah. And I am. I am excited to get back to Pandora and, and see everybody again. But uh, my thing is see I everybody. Love- <laughs> oh, yeah. See, you know, hi, <laughs> Jake Sully. And- Look, there's there's Big Bird. Hi, oh, Nate- <laughs> hey, hi, hi, Terry, like, and, and hi, uh, um, 
Hi, Sigourney Weaver. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, but Stanford class of 2033. Here's the thing. I love I love a feast for the eyes, as I just mentioned uh, with Thor, Love and Thunder. And this while this does look good. Look, it's it, it mainly what they showed was water and the oceans and all that stuff. And it's like, I want like, give me Vibes, some of baby. some more of that lush jungle and like the treetops and like that. You know, I, I love that. I love seeing the uh, fluorescent glow of the flowers in the evening and the stars out in the sky. Like, you know, this was just oceans. And it's like it's called. It's called the way of water. It's, well, it's called yeah, the way I know. of jungle. Or I know. Yes, I get that. But I'm just saying, you know, visually, it, I, it wasn't quite as sumptuous as the first I movie can't wait. for me. I, I can't wait till seven months from now when we sit down and, and Greg's like, I hope we're going back to the jungle in the third because <laughs> yeah. this was absolutely <laughs> too I much need water. The, I need the way I of the leaf. water world. Yeah, 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 and let's go back to the jungle. Uh, Why but, the hell is there so much water in this movie? <laughs> but listen, but listen. Uh, Jimmy Cameron has never let us down. Uh, so I have every bit of faith in him that this movie is going to rock and, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I hope whatever trailer we get next is a little better and shows more of the landscape than just the water. I'm good. But I'm in, but I'm excited for it. Um, as far as box office goes, as yeah, (laughs) as far as box office goes, I, uh, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think this will be a huge hit but I don't think it'll have the legs. The first one did, uh, you know, I, I had mentioned in the group chat, I have two reasons for that. The first is a lot of people uh, didn't like everybody went to see the first one because of the novelty for it, but um, not everybody liked the movie, certainly not the way that we liked it. So I don't know that, uh, that it they're going to be on board for this. And yeah. the other is, you know, look, there was, it's a long span of time, 13 years between uh, the original and the sequel. And yeah, they're doing the re-release and everything, but it's like, how many people care enough where it's like, Avatar changed my life, bro. I got to go back and see the way of water. It, people change in 13 years. So I don't I don't know that there's going to be as big of a demand for it. Um, I'll be what very curious. More water. Yes. I'll be very curious to see if there's any type of technical innovation uh, with this, you know, the way Cameron pushed uh, IMAX 3D, I guess, you know, capabilities and, and really made it feel like a, a completely unique presentation. Uh, very curious to see if they do anything like that for this. There hasn't really been much in the way of, I guess, presentation stuff. There was what the 60 FPS for a while. And yeah, yeah that kind of came and went. So we'll see if he does anything unique or spectacular here, but he's always got tricks up his sleeve. Harry can plug his ponytail into the seat and it'll actually <laughs> take you to Pandora. Oh man, yes. it's gonna be incredible. <laughs> so yeah, Avatar Way of Water, excited for it, but uh but I, you guys are I can't wait till like hype. I can't wait till the A minus cinema score uh, comes out and they're like they're reading comments and someone just put and they're like read them off and just says not too enough much, trees. Too much too, yeah, too much water, not enough trees. Too much. Six out of ten. <laughs> oh. like they, they, Greg's gonna be the one like when um what was it uh Gone with the Wind had like a perfect hundred percent score and then it got ninety nine percent because someone Trends found like a review, review from like seventy years ago. Citizen Kane, then, you're talking about, yeah, or Citizen Kane, yeah. <laughs> And then like Paddington or no, Pat, it was Paddington had a hundred percent. And Paddington someone like too it, s- yeah. sits up on that throne, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then someone just assured a hundred percent because they like, yeah. 
Can't That's wait. I'm going to I'm going to go ruin Paddington's score now. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't Paddington Paddington is a national treasure and should be treated as such and Paddington and Paddington 2 are some of the greatest feats in cinema. So I have a serious question. If if yeah. you only had twenty dollars in December uh-huh. to watch yeah. either The Way of Water, oh, you got to pa- you, you're kidding. Paddington three. What do you listen? You you're gonna tell me they're gonna charge only twenty dollars for Way of Water? That ticket's gonna be forty dollars, brother. <laughs> okay, um, you have forty dollars so- to either watch. <laughs> Paddington <laughs> three or the way of water. He's buying a ticket and then sneaking into the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh man, I, oh, dude, I don't know. That's a gun. I'd probably kill myself. I don't. Right, I don't I'm going to ask you this. I can't live in next, this world. <laughs> on our next show, I'm going to ask you. I need you two weeks to think. You need to sit on this and come All up right. with an answer. Cool. We'll We're do. leaving Paddington off the next two. show with that, folks. Stay tuned. Paddington three or Avatar two. <laughs> <laughs> the great question of our time. <laughs> Jeez, we'll talk about it for decades all right well i think uh we've hit our limit here folks thank you guys so much for tuning in as always uh hands anything for the peeps uh no just you know follow us on twitter um philly p-h-i-l-a-t-t-p uh if you want to you know follow along with uh bad movie takes that i have and um and sixers uh, commentary and sixers Sixers, my sixers downfall then oh. uh yeah follow along you gotta trust the process my guy oh man i don't know I, I, I gotta change my handle after tomorrow night probably <laughs> uh harry anything for the peeps uh thanks for listening um i always really enjoy when we get to do these these marvel uh roundups or deep dives um even as much as i uh complain about it or am not a huge fan um it's uh it's enjoyable and uh appreciate you guys listening and uh yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks when I uh, have decided on Avatar 2 or Paddington 3. We'll see. Uh, and for me, Papa Spice, follow me on Letterboxd, uh, which is Papa Spice, all one word. Uh, you can find me on there. I'm doing movie reviews basically every other day. I try and bang out. A, you pumping uh, them out. Yeah, I do. I, uh, I try and do a movie a day, but I, I don't always get to it. And then sometimes I'll do a double header. So check out the content on there uh and thank you again for joining us and as always make sure you live spicy